Hello, Bridgetown Church, and those of you joining us online, my name is Bethany Allen. And I'm Gavin Bennett, and this is the fourth and final Bridgetown Daily for the Advent season. This week, we are exploring the Advent theme of hope. As we've discussed, Advent comes from the Latin word adventus, meaning coming, or more poetically, the one who is on his way. The Advent season is a mirrored reflection on one hand of Israel's anticipation of the coming Emmanuel, or God with us, who we now know to be Jesus of Nazareth. But on the other, it's also this season in which we pause to practice the anticipation of his future return, to remember that the one who is coming will wipe away every tear, destroy evil of every kind. He will eliminate injustice and right every wrong. He will, in the words of scriptures, restore to us the years the locusts have eaten. He will bring an end to death itself, which Paul says is the last enemy to be defeated. But waiting can take a toll. Hope deferred for too long can ferment, and expectation over time can fade, leaving us in the throes of disappointment. Disappointment seems to be the great enemy of hope. It does not just take away our hope. It also seems to take away our ability to hope. But what if disappointment was an emotional signal from our body, telling us that our hope was on the wrong object or in the wrong person? Instead of simply being a thief, what if disappointment was actually an invitation to recalibrate our heart? What if it revealed our unhealthy attachments and idols and challenged us to reset the weight of our hopes onto the one who doesn't disappoint? Sometimes we need to stop and remember to call to mind not just what we are hoping for, but who our hope is in and how faithful He is. As we set out on that expedition of following in the footsteps of those who have come before us, we learn a lot about what it means to be a people of waiting and hoping, people whose job it is to keep watch with expectation for the horizon to shift. The scriptures are chock full of beautiful examples to follow of those who waited and hoped. Here's just a snapshot. Noah and his family who waited in the ark for months, hoping for the waters to recede. Or Abraham, who waited on God for a son and hoped against all hope that God would fulfill his promise to him and future generations. Or Jacob, who waited for Rachel while working for Laban, hoping for their eventual union. Or Rachel, Leah, and Hannah, who waited for God to fulfill his promise to them, hoping he would open their wombs. Or David, who waited for God to rescue him from the hands of his enemies over and over, hoping that salvation was nearby. Or the prophets, who waited for God to intervene and change reality, hoping for the coming Messiah to set all things to right. Or Simeon and Anna, who waited in the temple for the consolation of Israel, hoping to see the Messiah with their own eyes. Or the woman who was bleeding in Matthew chapter 9, who waited for healing for 12 years, hoping that Jesus could do what others could not and finally bring her relief. 
or the disciples in Acts who waited for the coming of the promised Holy Spirit, hoping that he would comfort and empower them to carry the gospel forward. Or Paul, who waited in jail cells, hoping that God would build and care for the church. In all these stories, we discover that our heritage is that of a people who wait. And not in vain. They were carriers of God's redemptive hope. They believed not only that God was at work in the world around them, but that he was also intimately acquainted with their own desires. Hope, as we understand it in scriptures, is the expectation of coming good based on the person and promises of God. In the book of Hebrews, we read that hope is being certain of what you do not see and that he who promised is faithful. Hope is not dependent on what we see or what we can even imagine. It doesn't depend on our circumstantial reality. It is based on a person who by nature is faithful. In fact, the scriptures teach that he cannot be anything else. The Psalms is a book of ancient Hebrew poetry, which seems to capture and embody the ache of those who wait and hope for coming good. Near the end of the book is a collection of poems called The Songs of Ascents. These were songs littered with images of and aches for the coming Messiah, sung out loud by the people of Israel as they made their yearly trek to Jerusalem to offer sacrifices. We thought it would be fitting to read one of these poems over us now. And as we do, we invite you to let these words wash over you. As you listen, would you worship along, imagining what they were feeling, and try to embody their hope yourself? Psalm chapter 130. Out of the depths I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. If you, Lord, kept a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, so that we can, with reverence, serve you. I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord, more than the watchmen wait for the morning more than the watchmen wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all their sins. Before we move on, let's spend some time asking the Holy Spirit to meet us in our waiting. As I ask these three questions, do your best to answer as honestly as you can. If you need, pause the podcast and even take some more time to reflect with the Holy Spirit. But begin by taking a deep breath in. And now exhale. Take a moment to draw your attention to the things in your life that you are hoping and waiting for. And as you do, notice the ache that arises in you. What is happening in your body, your mind, your emotions? Next, 
ask God what his posture and heart towards you is in your hoping and waiting. Watch as he begins to draw nearer to you and not pull away. Begin to ask the Spirit to reveal what it would look like for God to intervene. If something comes to mind, make sure you hold on to it. Maybe even write it down. Let God continue to speak to you about it. Notice God's posture and heart towards you while you wait and hope. And finally, ask God if there is anything he wants you to know about what you are hoping and waiting for. To end, I'd like to read a blessing over us. If you're able and willing, would you join me by getting into a posture of receiving? Now for some that may mean palms up, and for others, maybe you need to get on your knees. Whatever position, our hope is that you're able to receive this blessing. May we know the hope that is not just for someday, but for this day, here, now, in this moment that opens to us. Hope not made of wishes, but of substance. Hope made of sinew and muscle and bone. Hope that has breath and a beating heart. Hope that will not keep quiet and be polite. Hope that knows how to holler when it's called for. Hope that knows how to sing when there seems little cause. Hope that raises us from the dead. Not someday, but this day. Every day. Again and again and again. Amen.